0: What you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally FUCK YOUR OWN
1: FACE! It's you know. fucking ridiculous, man. Like, it, we're getting spoiled. It,
2: it feels like we had a drought. But did we? No. What we haven't. We haven't. It just I mean we had a drought from like nineteen ninety to two thousand whatever. Yeah,
1: no, that was the real drought. That was the real drought.
2: Yeah, but was, I'm just there was nothing
1: good. I'm just saying like I think Revenge
2: was... of the Sith was a um overrated blip on the radar that we all thought was good.
1: Well, we wanted just because to like it. It was
2: the first thing that was actually kinda decent. From Star Wars. Absolutely. For in, in a
1: twenty years. In whatever. a generation. Yeah, for sure.
2: But Fire. since then we've had Rogue One, and now we've had Ander. We've had the Mandalorian. Dude. We got Boba Fett, talk which is to me. Mandalorian you know, I, point well, five. You know Mandalorian was I mean Boba Fett was not great. Silkitan. Thank you. Looks amazing. Uh, amazing. Just the fact that it's Rosario Dawson. And they're bringing Braun back up. <sighs>
1: Dude, so a lot we're, gonna, of people. we're gonna we should talk about this later, okay?
0: Yeah, because you're about okay. to
1: fucking lie. Lo- no, I can I'm see a, a your pom, face, bro. dude. No, I, no,
2: I All don't right. want to do the podcast.
1: Swala- <laughs> I just want to watch <laughs> that trailer over there. I just want to
2: go home and watch that trailer a few With more a times. Bottle of lube, naked. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a really sexy blonde Sith Lord side she has bangs, and I'm guessing a sleeve. We can't see it. Oh, she, but definitely I'm pretty does. sure she has a like a, a sleeve. She has like an astronomical chart on her back or something. She's got some like like
1: word tattoo. <laughs> the script, like
2: Latin, <laughs> biblical
1: script. <laughs> that seems to be big these days with the kids. Right, the uh, Chinese but, symbol right over I, her. Who <laughs> over a hee-haw. <laughs> um, uh, as much as we enjoyed. And we're going to talk more about up-and-coming stuff and things in the world, because we're very excited about the next six months or so. We could talk about real-world Sith Lords. Uh, We can. Would you like to discuss? Uh, There's one sitting on the Supreme Court right now.
0: (laughs) Holy cow, guys.
1: How much do you know about it? Because I've been, obviously, following this pretty close, but... Like, this is fairly recent news over the last couple
2: days. Yeah. That, um... Senator Blackantine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, wow. This just
2: came out yesterday Yeah, yesterday it it hit and Times picked it up. And you guys know this is on, we're recording on Friday. You'll hear this on Tuesday. So this will be, like, five days out.
1: Yeah, and there's not going to be a whole hell of a lot discussed about... Clarence Thomas, now to then, because ultimately there's not a lot to talk about as far as a solution, but
2: <clears throat> it has come out, right? That Can I pose a hypothetical? Sure. Is Clarence Thomas the most controversial political figure of our lifetimes and maybe in American history in the last 100 years? I would
1: say yes, except for a guy named Trump.
2: That would be the obvious. Right. I mean, you could throw uh, President Clinton into that conversation. Sure, and got him very, very controversial well, character. you know what I mean. Um, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I remember watching the Clarence Thomas hearings when I was a kid. Yeah, I, I
1: was thinking about
2: that the the too. Anita the Anita Hill. The Anita Hill, which was one
1: of the most disgusting processes by a committee is what they did to that poor woman and villainized her and made her that that would not happen today. But we were still in a world where would it would it not? I don't think that way. Yeah, I don't think that that was that was literally everybody telling her to just, hey, fucking just deal with
2: it. There was a lot of Kavanaugh stuff that could have been brought up that they, but they, That was brought up, but like, then they just voted him in. Well, yes and no. With the
1: Kavanaugh thing, they had potential issues that were brought to the forefront. The problem with the Kavanaugh stuff is they didn't have any
2: hard evidence. It was all anecdotal it's evidence. It's all anecdotal. It yeah. was
1: all – this happened 25 well, years and ago. in a lot of people's
2: opinions, um, the, the – the, uh, Clarence Thomas stuff was anecdotal in a sense because it was like, but right. she did put it on the record. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, he
1: was. Regardless, he got voted in, right? As we know, this is a job for oh, life. We
2: we own him. Yeah, he. Um, he Where we're married to, we're Clarence married Thomas. to
1: him. Um, he's ours, whether we like it or not. He is. Famously, if you don't know, Clarence Thomas is—I know—it's really good. We're going to talk about some booze later. He ha, dude, it's Um, even better. Clarence Thomas, famously right-leaning, he was a Scalia guy, yes, um, and you know, quote-unquote constitutional, which is hilarious. Constitutional constructionalist. Constructionalist, which basically means that. They pick and choose what they like. And that's how like. he describes himself. Yeah. Well, they, they pick and choose what they like out of the Constitution and defend it. If mm. it's something they can't quite wrap their head around. that's how describe it. Granted, but that's what he does. Of course. Um, he obviously is, is clear right, even though the Supreme Court is supposed to be nonpartisan. It obviously isn't. I mean, so much so that they say... This court is split six three Democrat Republican. I mean, it's saying the quiet part out loud. But to get yeah. to get further down the road, <clears throat> his wife, who is a MAGA QAnon psychopath, G- genie, Ginny, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. Gen- well, I think it's like G I N N Y, Ginny, Why, Jenny, which worse. is horrible. And she's well, she's awful. She I would describe her as Shrekish. Um, she's awful woman
2: and is clearly Karen Thomas. Oh, I mean, God.
1: Yes. And so he recently was discovered that he never claimed because when you have a position like that, you got to basically every year tell people the gifts you've received. It's
2: just disclosure.
1: It's just it's just full disclosure. I'm sure if he wrote it down, nothing would have came of it anyway. But the fact that he didn't and so what happened? There's a very, very rich guy that is his quote unquote buddy, and he goes on his yacht for weeks at a time. His, and his
2: Soros. His yeah.
1: Don't say that. Don't 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 throw that out in the atmosphere, dude. <laughs> Soros doesn't do anything like that for anybody. I, but just um, saying, I, I know. Anytime I hear somebody use Soros in a dialogue about politics, I think this is you are you were, you know not even you're covertly
2: switching jewish for soros but there's also a gross thing that's happening with both sides of this on conversation that i've seen where now it's like the left wing is latching onto the story and just saying oh you hate soros well what about this guy when which is a bad you could frame this in a lot more effective way because this is highly unethical to the point of being unconstitutional highly and and whether it's it's not criminal but what it is
1: is you're expected to be uh, have impeccable ethics when you're a supreme court justice like more so than most human beings you're you're supposed to be above beyond reproach there shouldn't even be a question of your ethics when you get to a, a position like that so He buddied up with this guy who subsequently has given them, like, use of his facility, like, cabins and resorts for weeks at a time. Um, They all hang out together and talk. And while they're talking on that yacht, there's other people there that are definitively politically motivated people. So God knows what the conversations are. And like I said, in and of itself is not criminal. But the fact that he chose not to disclose it was obviously a little eye, eyebrow raising and on top of that his his response after everybody asked him like yo what's up with this his response was well it's not it, it's friend related he's my friend and uh he was basically giving me things because we're friends i don't think he knows that that doesn't answer the question
2: of it, it doesn't but there's a there's a missing element to the like being able to make this actionable from a, a senate because you can explain this probably better than I but like in order to impeach a justice at this level right I mean you have to have sixty six percent of the guys you got to have two thirds of the two-thirds senate third of so the essentially
1: if if you get down the road of impeachment on a supreme court justice which has only happened twice. And only once did that that impeachment then lead to a Senate trial, which then needs 66 votes to go through. It's never happened in American history. The only thing I can say is – if they choose to pursue this, I think it would be a bad use of their time, number yes, 100%. one. 100%. But number two, if they just wait for the GOP to implode, like the way it is literally right now, they may have those votes down the road. They don't need well, to do anything right now. And
2: I, from my perspective, being a, a neophyte to all this, I don't study politics, um, the caveat for me would be you would have to disclose some sort of, you would have to discover some sort of quid pro quo yes there would have to be an egregious breach of ethics a link between you and this what, gentleman and, I voted this way because
1: it would almost be like if a president called but that a, would be an
2: email or a text well or mean, you it would g- have to be
1: like serious. let's pretend in a weird world where the president is recorded calling a state asking them to find votes yeah you know something so egregious. Yeah. Which um, would never happen. That would never happen. Um, we'll we'll get to that <laughs> cocksucker pretty soon. But anyway, it's something very inter- interesting. It seems right now that um, I don't – not even politically motivated, um, even though a lot of this is to a degree. I'm not talking about the Trump stuff. That is not politically motivated. This is criminally motivated uh, because – the <laughs> Government doesn't work the way that some people on the right would think, where they get in a room and go, we're going to go after them and weaponize our justice. That's That, that doesn't happen. Um, the federal government has nothing to do with the state government. Thank you, 10th Amendment of the Constitution. Yep. Speaking of Constitution, they don't like to read past the Second Amendment. Um, or no, I'm sorry, they don't like to read past the Fifth Amendment. Because Donald Trump used that Fifth Amendment to not answer a question over 150 times in his last fucking... Uh, anyway, um, that being said, this is probably something that's not going to come to anything, but it's just another rock that gets turned over and you see
2: all the ugliness. You it hope, just continues to happen. You, you have to hope that it becomes a warning sign um, that elections matter. And we have a... I mean... We have a growing and sizable portion of our population, and they call themselves – and I'm not speaking ill of anyone that identifies as a libertarian or, or a Green Party or a third party. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. But the the line that the these folks, the Andrew Yangs and the Naders and the, mm-hmm. all these people that have stood up for third parties, and are, I, I'm 100% behind you. I've voted for some of these candidates. Yeah, I'm that guy. I've been suckered into this fucking lie because right. it's a lie because when you say that elections don't matter that you're electing the same people over and over and over again you realize the supreme court makes a fucking huge difference and now we've seen what it, the the turmoil that a hundred percent when
1: they remove the rights of over half of the population yeah. and nobody uh, seems to get really i mean people that got upset about it got upset but the fact that That you can do that and still have half of the fucking uh, country not all fall on one side of the aisle is beyond me. And this is obviously the Christian right, the evangelical branch. This is Christian nationalism. And you forget when you're an evangelical, everybody because I just watched this one video because I was so curious. It was breaking down all the sects of Christianity from like Lutheran to Methodist and what it means. It was very enlightening. I'm like, I don't know why these people are different from these people. And it was like a half an hour video basically breaking down why this is different from this. And what it comes down to is at the end of the day, the evangelicals are um, expecting, wanting, and doing everything they can to inspire the second coming. So the faster the world gets destroyed, it's the best thing in the world for them. So whether it's climate, whether it's murder. That's a,
2: climate's uh, a
1: huge point. 100%. This is uh, on the fast track of getting everything so fucked up. They believe zombie Jesus will come and save us.
2: There's something out there that's basically called dominion theory. Yes. That we have been granted dominion. Over Over the earth. Over the earth. Yep. And regardless of what we fucking do with it, Rape, pillage, mm. destroy, kill, you know, in species. enslave You know, the, fill the ocean with fucking six-pack ra- of, you know, a, of a, Bud Light.
1: I was going to go course Light, <laughs> but thank you for the Bud Light
2: reference. Yeah, we'll talk you about that. You saw that, right? We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. But, um, no, but, I mean, like, there's a huge sect of our population and that on the Christian side of things that believe that we have just been granted dominion and we can do whatever the fuck we want. There Literally. Climate change. Even though is indisputable from a scientific standpoint, 100%. and I never will call it global warming again. It's I know that was that was that was global that was climate. Unfor- it's was global unfort- climate change. It was unfortunate, and that's happening, and it's very trackable, and it's very yeah. It doesn't matter. Ask because everybody, Jesus, the big guy. Well, once is we, going to fix it for you. Once we destroy it, he'll come. Yeah, right. Yeah, and if we the can, faster we fuck it if, up.
1: If we can step. Onto the accelerator pedal and make that go faster, we're just being better Christians. 100%. So there's that part of it, obviously. Um, speaking of which, you talk about the accelerant. So Clarence Thomas, probably nothing's going to come of it, but definitely no. interesting. Uh, and his, his breach of ethics from his wife to his friends is indisputable. There's nothing Un- you can say. And by the way, unprecedented. Unprecedented, man. Never. He was was invited to Bohemian Grove. Which, you want to go down some conspiracy theories?
2: Unbelievable. Um,
1: Let's let's move on to a couple. We're going to do a very special whiskey reel today. We'll get to who we are and what we're drinking. You just fucking relax. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. Take a breath. Shut up. Take a breath. Take a breath. Um, Obviously, Trump indictment, 34 felony charges, doesn't sound. It sounds a lot scarier when you say it like that. In 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 all honesty, this is going to drag out for at least a year, if not two. It's really nothing's going to happen right away. Remember, law and order is boring. This is how the wheels work. Nothing's going to happen. He's out on bail. He's gonna be, and nothing will change. Um, he will continue to take your money. He will. Con- hey, hey, you fucking rubes. If you want to give him your hard-earned money while you can't pay your light bill, you're eating top ramen for dinner, go right in. I, I, I'm. This is, the, like I said, a very special whiskey reel. <laughs> I encourage you. I am saying, from my perspective, all of you out there that want to donate to Trump, I encourage you. I say give him everything. Give him all your money. He already did. He already raised a hundred million dollars yep. for January sixth. Hasn't spent a single cent to help the people that went to jail for him. Not a penny. Didn't hire a lawyer. Nothing. Didn't get him a car ride to the court or back from the court. He's done nothing to help anybody but himself. And that's fine. If you think I'm wrong and he's not grifting you like a sad used car salesman, give him all your money. Listen to Lindsey Graham crying on the news because he's, I'm so broken. My my baby Jesus, orange Jesus buddy is going to jail. And if you have $5 or even if you just have a prayer, give it to our President Trump. And this is a guy that basically uh, made fun of him during the entire
2: 2016 uh, uh when it was the fucking when it was yeah, a joke it was it was a it was, a, it was a, he was a joke it was comical that this pt barnum of american politics could actually win an election Yeah, well everybody
1: underestimated him the first time we didn't the second time which is why it was the largest turnout in history and he got bounced which is what should have happened that being said um his, don't get excited about this. I hope yeah. it goes away. I hope we move on. There's more pressing matters, right? Uh, well, there's bigger
2: got, indictments. Yeah,
1: this is nothing. You think this no. is bad. Wait the until Georgia. Georgia and The, the Georgia D- one is Big. Don't sleep on the DOJ, man. The
2: DOJ That is big, prosecutor, Jack
1: crowd. Smith, is not fucking around. Jack
2: Smith is a former uh, professional footballer. He's a soccer guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I just found that out. I yeah. was just reading about um yeah. he,
1: he is a bulldog. Not
2: he, fucking about.
1: No. I've never seen a picture of that man smile. No. Um, they don't exist. They don't exist. He, he is... He has subpoenaed everybody and everybody. won every single case <laughs> for the subpoenas. Yeah. He's so scary that Mike Pence is going to go testify yep. when he dodged all the other ones. This is a scary man. He has dirt on everything. So That's why got-
2: all of a sudden you're seeing truth social post from trump i believe it's troth central his 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 morons are coming out trying to discredit jack smith now there's even sort of a thread of people out there are saying that he that's not even his real name jack smith's not his real
0: name Uh, well it's not even saying he's not even you're talking about this
1: talking about the same people that there's a large percentage of americans that think john fetterman's head was transplanted that that's a real story. Fucking amazing. So, no, no I know that's a real. That thing. was a real thing. Okay, so you're not dealing with, um, you know, the the sharpest tacks, are aren't you? Um, but those
2: are his Do you know how hard it would be to find a body double for John Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see. with all due respect, he's a lovely guy. You're not going to find anybody that looks like John Fetterman. I don't know if you go to Bike Week
1: in Durango and maybe pass by the roadhouse <laughs> you might find one he um, looks like who he is yeah it really um we have also the, the reason why i was saying like let's get rid of the trump thing let's get rid of the clarence thomas thing yeah. is because we have so much other stuff to talk about Ooh. that is so much more important a and this is all going to weave into the same unfortunate ball of conversation but if you don't know I know it seems like every time we turn on the television there's another mass shooting and I will explain why. That's because technically a mass shooting's any sh- number of people die over 4. four. I think it is. Four and people. we've we've had more mass shootings in the US than we do days of this year. Yep. Think about that. It's April. We've had more mass shootings than days that we've had in 2023 and it's not by a little okay uh this is obviously a huge point of contention the the right is sticking to their guns see what i did there i saw it um sticking to their guns literally and figuratively um guns are never the problem it's the people that have them however You know, um, they want to do nothing to help mental health. They want to do nothing uh, to help people have a red flag law that allows time to pass before uh, getting your registration or buying a gun.
2: Do you remember Donald Trump's first executive order as president of the United States was to uh, overturn Obama's rule for mental health care checks? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Make it easier, and then complain about it. All you hear anytime you hear a mass shooting, the right goes, "Oh, it's just crazy people with guns." Then why did you
2: stop? Literally, the first thing he did is I know.
1: Why did you stop making it harder for mental? people that, have men, that are mentally unwell to get guns then. I and don't...
2: There's The hypocrisy you brought, up, is, you brought up the red flag laws. I mean, there are red flag laws in certain states, but states, obviously... States, but it's it, not
1: federal. It's a,
2: a state thing. So, like, you know, when this happens in states like we just saw, it, it, you know, Texas, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, they're not going to have these laws.
1: And they're all red. They're all red. By the way, all these... T- so the top ten parents, states are red states. Parents
2: who... Ostensibly um, raise their children, have the ability to be able to report and take away guns from their own kids, which happened in this case. They yeah. took away this person. Yeah, guns. and
1: then they bought more and hid.
2: Yes, exactly. So because there's no red flag law in that state, it doesn't fucking matter.
1: Exactly.
2: It was reported. But it was. This was. A, this was. Hundred percent. No, the state officials, a, city officials, municipalities that Not, this yeah. person this individual was a problem.
1: Dude, the parents reported and said my kids fucking dangerous and they dangerous. did nothing. They right? Did nothing. Whereas th- today actually as a matter of fact, there was a plot for another school shooting yeah. that the the law enforcement that the right wants to defund, don't believe the hype. If they could take away the FBI, if they can take away all of the three-letter organizations, they would. When they see defund the police, you're thinking a guy in his patrol car roaming around your street. They're defunding the most important police, which are the ones that protect all of us on a federal and, and nationwide level. So don't get it twisted. But that being said, they just caught another person who just happens to be trans. So now, out of the 250 that have occurred in the last full calendar year, two of them are now trans. So obviously, that's a huge problem. So let's focus on that, not the mental health. Less than they, 1%. I
2: mean, yeah. not even.
1: It, it, it's. It's so unworthy of even talking about. Yeah. The culture war shit, they've already lost. The trans thing is not working for them. It's not winning. They're not getting laws passed in states. People are fighting against it. You've lost. You chose bad culture wars, and you've lost, you've lost, you've lost. And eventually, they're going to lose. My question would be, so they caught a, They caught a person that had a manifesto, and somebody reported them, and they caught them before they can do any damage. That's awesome, right? right. That's what... That's what law enforcement is supposed to do. However, my question, if I were on a committee or if I was on the Senate floor, especially Congress, not so much Senate, but my question would be, we've had 156 mass shootings this year. Can I ask you in all earnesty, how many would it take? How many, how many would it shootings? Take? How many shootings would it take for there to be any movement on the right? For gun laws, okay. Oh, let me let me throw some numbers at you. Okay, we've had 150 plus, right? What about? I don't know. You multiply this by the year, 600 this year.
2: I mean, that's not going to get it done, obviously.
1: Okay, a thousand.
2: I don't think it's about the number.
1: There's, it's got to be. What about ten
2: thousand? This is a culture war. That this is. What we're talking about is a cultural war, so some the right person is going to have to get shot. You I've want, said it know, all the you time. Know what I'm saying, and um, obviously Does that makes sense. The reason why we're having this not, conversation it's not about is, a is trans to, person shooting no. kids. No, it's no, it's the they the wrong person is going to get a gun the right way, right? And they're going to shoot the wrong person. That, that unfo- makes sense. I,
1: and I'm sorry to have to agree with you because I love that common sense would lead the way eventually and it won't. It, in my mind, I've had this discussion before, and God forbid this ever happens because I've got a kid, Bobby has a kid. We don't want to see children. The leading cause of death for children under 10 years old guns. in the United States is guns. More than cancer, more than fucking accidents, more than anything is guns, Guns. okay? So that's why I bring up the number, and you're right. It's not the quantity, it's the quality, quote-unquote, right? So it's going to take Marjorie Taylor Greene's kid to get shot in a school shooting, or God forbid. But it's going to take somebody of import and their family member perishing.
2: And honestly, it's going to be some weird situation. It's going to be like Marjorie Taylor Greene's kid gets... And by the way, I don't know her kids. I'm sure I, they're great. I, hopefully I don't want great. any kids to get shot. No, but f- like, obviously. Um, I mean, I hope they fall a long way from that tree. But like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, someone's going to get caught up in something and lost, tragically. And it's going to be a situation where someone legally, because of them, broke the law, or I'm sorry, didn't break the law, and then went out and killed somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Of course. It's like, you legally went out, bought a gun, went to a school, went to a place in public, and you killed somebody of import that actually matters to these fucking assholes.
1: That's that's where I'm getting at. That's where I'm getting at. And And I hope I... I hope you're wrong.
2: Straight, too far from that path, but yeah. But...
1: Look, well, let's bring it back. Let's talk what's up. One of the biggest mouthpieces for the right is this uh, gentleman with a a head I can only describe as a polygon. Um, He is... He looks like he's severe. He looks like he's from the Appalachians. He is so severely inbred in the way he looks. Uh, His name would be old Chucky Kirk, Charles Kirk. And he is... He's one of the yeah. baddest ones, right? He's a he's um, he's, he's, so... he's one of the worst grifters. He's a gross human being. He's I mean, you've got Tim Pool, who's disgusting. You've got Ben Shapiro, no, Charles Kirk is. You've got Hannity and and fucking old Tucker Swanson family fortune, but um, Charles Kirk might be one of the worst of them. Uh, because he knows exactly what he's doing, he just got up being asked about gun violence, and what basically the question was almost like the question I asked. How? What would it take? What would it take? And his 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 answer, because he's a grifting piece of shit asshole, was to say, "Unfortunately, there's always going to be a cost to have our freedoms." Yep. After three fucking kids get killed. Yeah. It, it, you know what those kids died for America yeah they died for our right to be free yeah um no I know the chickens are gonna come home to roost in my opinion I think like you said all the end quote unquote independent which would be third party etc 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 the MAGA wing makes up between 20-25% probably more closer to 25% of voting adults that other 25% that floats, which to me, I still scratch my head. I I don't don't know what you're looking at. I don't get it. Um, Is slowly but surely becoming more definitively, maybe not left in philosophy, but left in voting. Yeah. So- I hope they understand that every opportunity they took to do the right thing they've they've chosen B instead of A and eventually that's going to come up hopefully more children and people don't have to die yeah. before they realize we had a weapon assault ban we lived with it
2: uh, my the, the entire 90s and how many
1: mass shootings happened in the 90s
2: a handful a handful but like i mean and that's probably not fair there was mass shootings not dude columbine happened it's you know not I mean? even close but it's to this not even close We're not, and yeah. after 2004 when that was allowed to sunset oh yeah sunset a huge spike in fucking violent crime with assault weapons was demonstrable
1: oh it was it was Exponential. Put
2: it on a chart. Yeah, it's man. Right there.
1: It, there's data. You can just look it up. You don't hey, need to take it from us. Let's laugh at each other for two minutes. All right, son of a
2: bitch. Because um, we need to tell these fucking people after 30 minutes who we actually are. I'm going to
1: tell doing. everybody out there like the New Yorkers told Marjorie
2: Taylor Green. Bye.
1: Get the fuck <laughs> out of my city, you stupid whore. Um,
2: that was, by the way, we'll talk about that. That was amazing. That was amazing.
1: Um, guys. <laughs> We're we're trying a new little thing today. I hope you notice. It's still us. Don't get all butthurt about it. Ew. Um, we're still them dudes. We're still those guys. We're still super chaw bros. We are the whiskiest of reels and the riskiest of wheels. We are the whiskey reel. We are floating high above Durangi on Cloud City looking down on all of you. We always see all of you, by the way. We're like the all-seeing eye on the back of the... Sauron. Illuminati dollar bill. We are Sauron. We are Sauron. Uh, but more cool. Sauron was kind of a dick. Yeah. Just saying. Um, he we issues. let a lot more go. He had a lot. we had a lot he, <laughs> lot. he didn't get enough hugs as a kid, we Sauron. a lot of leeway. For show With us. We are having a wonderful day. It is beautiful outside. Gorgeous. Thank you. <sighs> I know you guys are tired. I goddamn know Rex is tired of hearing me bitch and moan about the weather. It is (laughs) miserable. It started October this year, so we got October, right? November, September, November, December, January, February, March. We've had seven months.
2: Seven month winter
1: of dickery. Yes. Of absolute prolapsed, anal raping Narnia, fucking.
2: it's been narnia here for months so what we need bobby and i
1: know everybody's like please no fires no fires hey oh my
2: god it's so good we need it
1: oh god (laughs) shut up aren't you (laughs) late for your third Uh, yoga class of the day the last person that. okay Mm. we need no rain for three months no we're good i need heat all set thank you Bobby said it, so let it be done. Uh, as you well know, Sidney and Cross for me is one of the better people we meet. You might see him in a snazzy, sweat-wicking, long sleeve shirt this year. Yeah, He might be just dipping around, all, looking all
2: sexy and color-blocking. It's, it's my new move. It's your new move. It's UV-protected. <laughs> no, I'm just highly susceptible to cancer. Oh, my
1: God. This guy,
2: if he I goes... Get, I get skin cancer... It's like, crazy, crazy, dude. I, I just know. got one removed off my th- inner thigh. Has the sun ever even hit your inner thigh? No.
1: Okay, that's <laughs> weird, weird, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've It's some... not like
2: I get blown on the riverbank I've, I've all never, the time. No, I know. But in my mind, that's I was That's happened thinking, like three times.
1: I was thinking California. And we used to... No. There'd be times when you can go out and nobody's around. Even then, dude. And you just drop your drawers and you get, get... Literally
2: your... right... Right, ball adjacent I'll put it that way next next to the next to the Schwanz right next to the Schwanz oh my god it was right there
1: Jesus Christ that's scary
2: Um, carved off they carved it off
1: (laughs) Bobby will not be getting cancer this summer so don't worry everybody but you will see him meandering around town sometimes on Fridays he may or may not sit at Second Deli and look up a lot of random shit on his laptop so you can catch him there right? Yeah. He does open mic at the second Deli every Friday.
2: <laughs> it's kind of an open house. <laughs> it is. For me.
1: <laughs> uh, this is the Bobby Duke. This is the Bobbeth, the Bobbeth, uh, Mr. Van noise. He's going to be, uh, leading a new bluegrass. We call it thrash grass. So it's a new thrash bluegrass band, uh, called vaccine Holocaust. Wow, um, it's, come into a town near you I, I hear good things this is Bobby Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises.
2: hey buddy <laughs> it's good to see you good to um, see you my friend it's only been six days mm-hmm. it's not long enough seems so obviously. long sometimes no I know sometimes it does right? but then it's just like ah, ah here we are this We're fucking doing, guy doing this again this fucking guy You guys that's not him. true you know him you love him he is Tony Montanus more importantly he's my everything bagel Yo! He very everything bagel. Very everything. Poppy seeds, sesame seeds. You got, look, almost got it. Do onion powder. You, do you know the ingredients? Um, garlic salt. No. Minced dried minced, minced garlic. Dried garlic. uh I like. You're that. almost there. I like that. Oh, I'm, what am I missing? There's two things you're missing. Rosemary.
1: No. No herbs. <sighs> no herbs. Black sesame seeds Ooh, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. white. You know why? Yeah. Because it's, it's fucking inclusive as a right. seasoning.
0: Aww.
1: Last thing, very important if you're making your own at home. Not regular salt, not iodized, not kosher. You have to use Himalayan. flaked sea salt. Ooh, sea salt. Because it has texture. It crunches no, and it Himalayan doesn't dissolve. Himalayan
2: salt revolve. would not
1: qualify. No. That's, the thing is, you cook it, you boil it, then you top it, then you cook it, and the salt will basically melt. Yeah. If you don't have crunchy-ass sea salt.
2: Right. So, you're you. welcome. I got you. My Everything Bagel, <laughs> Sir Antonio Branderas <laughs> of the Madagascar <laughs> Oh, When I'm not burning down my home country, I'm here. He's a transplant from South Africa. 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 He's an Africana. He's African. From the continent. <laughs> Dude, I cannot. <laughs> I, I can't even. All
1: I can I say know. is South Africa. That's South all Africa. I can say. South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with my accent. I know. Start the tennis tournament. And then I turn into a downsy leprechaun. And I float right into Irish and other things. It's hey, fine. So,
2: real quick, before we get back into politics, no, do it, do we're it, doing it, do like it. a double body thing. Yeah, we're, we're there's so talk much, a little, there's just so much.
1: Guys, there was just so much shit going down. It's important. We like to talk. Bobby and I don't talk except for the podcast, and that's on purpose. We definitely, don't hate each definitely. other, I don't, but we don't text each other like shit that we're going to talk about. I know. Try to make this organic and fun as possible. So, in that vein, I in can the say spirit from the of that, bottom
2: of my heart, I do not hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, open. That was great. It's wide open. I like that. It's wide open. I like that. I, I mean, the spectrum is open from there. Let's go. Um. There's a company in Colorado. 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 Um, called Ironton. We've done a whiskey of theirs. Ironton. Yeah, we did podcast. their podcast. Really nice. Really nice. So I did not want to drink whiskey today because, Thank let's God. be honest, I haven't been drinking a lot and I've been drinking a lot of non-alcoholic Bud Lights. Oh, God, I don't even know if that's a thing. But, like... (laughs) The ones that Kid Rock didn't shoot? Yeah, exactly. Um, No, but... So, I wanted to try something different and do something different, something more summery, refreshing uh, springtime. And I was looking at gins, and we found this thing from uh, Ironton that is called the Old Alchemist. And it's a gin that is aged or rested we don't know what the h statement is yeah in uh whiskey barrels probably malt of the, of their whiskey. own malt whiskey barrels probably of their own uh um, i would hope so product it's probably right next door you can grab a barrel just grab a just barrel, saying pour some fucking gin in it that's what's up um dude talk to me about this spirit because i yeah. am like my brain is like spinning
1: it's broken a little bit Um, It's a lovely packaging, by the way. Oh, We'll talk about the price after we extol the virtues of it. But it's from Denver. It's front range. It's from all the cool kids in Denver. They get everything. We get nothing. We're the stepsons of Denver, basically. Here in old Durangi. Um, That being said, yeah, looked at this. Queens English old with an E on the end because they're just trying to be dicks about it. Remember, it's Denver. You know those people. Well,
2: bring up an alchemist. (sighs) I mean,
1: come on. Uh, 43, it's 43 proof, right? Um, Um,
2: 86, well, it's 43% 86 proof. Proof. Sorry, I went backwards. No, no, you're
1: fine. 86% ABV, and it is...
2: 43% ABV. (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) Oh, I did it again? You did it again. Dude, my so mind, is,
1: no, my, my mind is racing right now, and I'm talking before the so thoughts are... This
2: is 43%. Yes, 86. 86 proof. Yes, sorry.
1: I'm no, staring at the fine. bottle wondering what the fuck I'm going to say no, about No, I, I, I mean, there, it's, I
2: can see the letters.
1: I, I'm looking at them right now, <laughs> just, and I'm still thinking about the flavor <laughs> in my brain right now. This Let's is, talk about that. You, let's talk about this that. Is this is Let's start off... By saying the first thing we both saw, or both tasted. Rather. Okay. I've never had anything like this.
2: Never. We both were pretty sure. First thing never that came out of my mouth. Tasted an alcohol like never, this. Never have tasted this. Before. That can go in two
1: ways. You could either say that and then go, this is dog shit, or, boy, this is really interesting and it's special. It's like the first
2: time you have an Aspen whiskey. like Or a, or, or
1: Aspen wood. Aspen wood yeah, whiskey. it's weird. You're like, nope. Yeah, you're like this, and then you yeah. gradually work yourself in. I don't think th- this takes as much time to appreciate it. No. It's it's fairly approachable. Let's get into the actual taste. So imagine gin going into a charred whiskey barrel and sitting. It's not the first time this ever. There's plenty of barreled whiskey, um, gins rather, on the market. This isn't the first of its kind.
2: Let's back up two seconds.
1: Yeah. What is a gin? It's botanicals. It's botanicals. (laughs) So the primary, primary juniper, right? So that's what makes gin a gin. There's no such thing as gin without juniper. Anything else you do to it, even though a lot of people use fairly similar botanicals, anything you do outside of the gin is up to you, or outside of the juniper is up to you, right? For the most part. So
2: juniper is requisite
1: it has to be there to be considered a gin right now whether it's dry or not that's that that goes into a, a different lane we're not gonna even discuss dryness or anything because this is so weird it comes out of the bottle you can see it through the bottle it's a it's a dark almost like light honey dark straw color Honey's it's a not
2: good, yeah that's it's a not good, it's not good descriptor
1: it you you can tell it's not regular gin from jump right um it Comes on, okay. So you the nose, you smell it. You definitely smell juniper,
2: hundred percent, right? But you juniper also
1: smell wood, yes, right. There's that almost campfire um, smell that's going on a little bit. Yep. You get the botanicals of the juniper, and then you're like, okay, this is what I'm gonna. You sip it, and the first blast, your you, the attack of the alcohol is gin. You really, there there are, you get it right off the bat. Traditional botanical 100%. gin notes. Yes. Right after that, everything changes.
2: Everything changes.
1: It turns into creamy, Bobby said like Nilla wafer, banana
2: pie. I don't know why that popped
1: in There's my head. There's some of that. Yeah. For me, I got like coriander and cumin yes. and uh, eucalyptus and so, which is
2: appropriate. Um, you said campfire, Camp, which yeah. sparks camphor like that camphor that kind of eucalyptus minty eucalyptus yeah. kind the, of vibe
1: which yeah. is obviously when you're talking about gym, gin and you say like coriander eucalyptus these are all things that could be used in a gin so that's probably it's ginniness coming out but the barreling you can I, see, oh. I mentioned campfire because of the char yeah. it's smoky it's yes. complex um, this I will say why don't you tell them the price first off
2: the price is uh we paid 35. 35 is the ticket price. 35 bucks for we this. We
1: got it a little cheaper, but we you're going to yeah, pay 35 in tax. This is a,
2: time. like a $35 bottle of gin. 13 bucks less than Hendrix. It's like, Here's the challenge with this spirit. <laughs> we both agreed this is a spirit that we both never tasted before. Right. So, both of us have no idea what the fuck we're going to do with it. Right now, Right. I'm pouring it over ice. Yes. And I'm sipping it. Yes. Okay. It's lovely. I I partially
1: diluted on the rocks
2: is a delight. When it opens up. Phenomenal. You get some classic um, whiskey barrel notes out of it that you weren't getting initially. Yeah. And your botanicals come to life it's really starts to
1: meld a hundred percent i couldn't agree with you more it turns into this really lovely almost now follow me here after you i've had mine over ice for like a half an hour bobby's been like pouring like shots into the glass so it doesn't i've been going back and forth yeah this tastes like a cocktail right now diluted i know that sounds really weird but it does but it tastes like a in like somebody made this in the glass.
2: Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I would almost describe this as it's opening up. This is the beginning of a gin mule. Hundred percent. That's the only Vibrant, thing I could think of. Refreshing, herbal. Um, we don't have the citrus notes of that, but I added just the sousant. Of the kombucha that we're drinking, which is a ginger yuzu mule, mule fucking gin, uh, kombucha, which is say. it's a it's a it's a hot kombucha. It's just, it's got it's booze a in hot it. kombucha, and ha- I put a splash in there. Phenomenal! And I'm like, Holy shit! Let me, well, let me do. This it. I got becomes, one of my own. Goddamn! This man. becomes a whole thing with um, ginger. Uh,
1: this isn't. I think Bobby, you alluded to. It's like don't mix this. And, and I think, I mean, you can mix it in a ginger mule, a gin gin. You can oh, do yeah,
2: that. 100%. And I would never. A fever tree and a lime.
1: Great. Now, because all alcohols work in a mule, so whether it's whiskey or <laughs>
2: No, that's they do. fair. That's fair.
1: Um, You're right. You're uh, right. Ginger beer and lime make everything better. Make everything um, amazing. For whatever reason. But that being said, I will. There's a caveat on this, which is this is not. Uh, a neophyte liquor this is not if you're just getting into liquor or you want to buy something for somebody it looks cool it's a great packaging it's yeah. very interesting this is kind of big boy booze not yep. because it's overly boozy I mean it's 86% but yeah
2: um,
1: or 86 proof Would god you... damn it Aaron Um, I keep doing that in my brain no, I'm like dyslexed today, it's fine. today. It's fine. Um, but this isn't this is kind of like, this might be a bottle for you and your dorky friend who loves spirits. Well,
2: and that's what I was about to say. Is this, and I don't mean this in a, a buy. Uh, pejorative way, is this hipster booze? Yes, very it's hip, much. It's hipster booze.
1: Yeah, this is fedoras and half shirts and yeah. mullets. This and is
2: something that your buddy that was super into Arcade Fire 20 years ago.
1: For sure. Still wears really short jorts. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still in that it. guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, members only jacket. Yeah, he's got a swatch. Not
0: his
2: members only jacket. <laughs> he's got a swatch. But you know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> this is an alcohol for people that want to look cool. But here's the caveat: it's really good. It's good. It's I just good. Yeah, I mean, I it's see what you're going with hipster booze. This is so some... no, you can look cool with every crowd. Yeah, by bringing this up because this is a. Fabulous fucking spirit. Yeah, it's really well made, made, man. I think it's
1: a buy for anybody that wants something different. I wouldn't even do a fucking martini with this. Literally pour this over some rocks, let it dilute a little bit. You tell me what you think, or mix it in a mule. I don't. I wouldn't like this. Would make an awful Negroni. This would make
2: um, disgusting. It would be neuro.
1: disgusting. Literally, it would be that bad. Be like gross. I wouldn't use this in any sort of traditional like fizz. I don't or, want like, tonic in this. I don't want. I, yeah, I don't want a G and T with this. I, I like this is kind of the the good parts will get buried and changed and it'll taste weird.
2: Um, I think this is a beautiful. I I'm sorry. It's a sipping gin. I think it's a sipping gin, and I'm. I think it's a mule gin. Uh, that's it. I think this is a banger. In a if you meal. can
1: find Iron Ironton Gin, it's called the Old with an E Alchemist. Um, it's
2: a, buy it. It's it's a buy for me only because like do something different. All right, we are an hour into this already. Hell yeah, we are going to take a beat, give you guys a little fucking information. Go buy some Old Alchemist from Wagon
1: Wheel. Our good friends our spon- wagon wagon. one of our sponsor. one of our many sponsors one of our
2: many sponsors uh
1: wagon wheel liquor located in town center plaza right across from walgreens
2: Ladies and gentlemen. Hey! Welcome back. Hi. You can reach out to us, and you won't, at 970-426-5344. <laughs> Just call and be rude. Yeah, whatever. Tell me I'm a liberal piece of shit. Yeah. Please. We would love that. Oh, my God. If anybody
1: nice ever, fun. by the way, throwing it out there, I don't mean to interrupt Bobby's call to, uh, to action, uh, but if you guys, if any of you want to schedule something where you can call in or or have a debate or talk to us, just let us know. Yeah. Even if it's just a a, dick around on a a band you like or whatever the case may be. I encourage it. It's all welcome. Yeah, man. On the Whiskey Reel.
2: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Whiskey Reel. Hi. It's whiskey with an E. Reel with two E's. A lot of ease. <laughs> a lot of ease in the whiskey reel. Amen. Um so we're getting ready to embark on our summer season, which we take very seriously. Fucking me, right. Uh not just from a weather standpoint, but from a media standpoint, because it seems like that's when we get some of our more interesting content. Jish. Our j je- our jish, jish. content. It happens happens um, in the summer. Uh, we get big summer movies, obviously. Yep. We have a lot of uh, fun properties that have been announced. We're going to get some new Marvel stuff, to some degree. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is the yeah. big one that's coming out. That will be James Gunn's... Uh, Farewell. ...swan song yeah. to his Marvel career. Because he's taking over. He's going to be the Kevin Feige of DC. Yes. He's going to be the, I don't know what you call it, like showrunner basically of the whole DCU. The giant swinging dick of of DC. Of DCU. Yeah. Because he needed a giant swinging dick. So you have now um, Kevin Feige in the MCU. You have Kathleen Kennedy of the Star Wars Mm -hmm. universe. And you're going to have James Gunn. Running the Which DCU, I think was pay that man. I think it's pretty smart. Give that man. His He's put money. out way more fun, interesting, fucked up content. Yeah. Um. I don't know how that translates to a bigger DCU, but we're gonna find yeah. out. We'll see. We're gonna find out. We'll see. Uh. What else is happening this summer? You dude, said you had a list of dude, stuff. There's
0: so
1: much dope shit coming out. Well, we'll talk about the low hanging fruit. Um. Ahsoka.
2: That's we started.
1: We started talking about a little bit. Bobby hadn't seen the trailer. I was so just watched it. I was so geeked out to like watch it with him, knowing what a nerd he is. And I had
2: watched it earlier today, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, the cool thing is they've started to now um, make announcements in the in the Star Wars universe that these. Television Disney Plus properties are going to translate into movie properties. Yeah, the first of which is going to be The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is going to culminate after the season in a actual film. Right. This is going to be a theatrical release of The Mandalorian to wrap up the man. You know, you know, the Dinjaran yep. uh, Grogu universe, is which has been in a movie. Amazing! It's, it has been amazing. It's been good all the way through. Anybody that says it differently can kiss my dick. Because yeah. it's been great.
1: Suck my Grogu.
2: It's been great. I think my I'm going to get Grogu, that on a shirt. Yeah, suck my Grogu. <laughs> yeah, dude. Why not? Um, I think Ahsoka Tan has been alluded that there's a bigger storyline happening there that could be the next trilogy. 100%. Of Star Wars properties. Uh, maybe involving a General Thrawn. Bobby was... uh, I had to mop up after him. I came everywhere (laughs) when I watched that trailer.
1: Luckily, you have that dry wick shirt. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I did. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Soaked it up.
2: Uh, But let's talk about this summer. Let's talk about... um, I know... First thing on my mind as a Tom Cruise... Stan. I knew you were going to get... I was going to get there, but you just I know. fucking... You can't help yourself. Can we just get to the point of this summer? <laughs> the entire year? This July, <laughs> uh, we are going to get a Mission Impossible... Possible... A finale for Ethan Hunt. Well, it's part one of two. Yes. Right. So, we're going to get... They're filming two films consecutively, or concurrently, I right. should say. And... They are going to release, I think, two years apart. So this year we're going to get um, the first chapter in what could be the final culmination of Tom Cruise. It will be. as, And I think it should be. I, yeah. If Let's being, move on. If Let's move honest. on. Yeah.
1: It's been a fantastic property outside of one movie. It's been amazing, every single one of them. Which we know what movie that was.
2: Right. We, we, that, that which has... Th- no name. Uh, we will not By the way, if you haven't it. tried to watch Mission Impossible 2 in a while, um, do it. I is tried. it as bad? It's worse than you
0: think. <laughs> Yes!
2: It's worse than you remember. That's amazing. I love it that. It is the most... Now I'm going to try to watch it. I'm not going to say it's the most unwatchable Mission Impossible film of all time. It is the most right. unwatchable action movie I think I've ever seen. It is <laughs> fucking awful i mean it's no under siege 2 it is it is mission impossible and tom cruise's worst film wonderful so skip that one uh there's a lot of good properties there
1: as you guys all well know bobby is a merciless tom cruise stan uh to the point where it clouds his vision it, let's just be honest. My um, let's talk about some other stuff we got coming in. I'm really Please. excited. Please. I probably won't watch us in the theater. I know that's bad of me. I like my theater time for other stuff. And by the way, haven't had a positive theater experience, not because of the movie, but with the people watching the movie in psh, 10 years. Whoa. Um, All you people are horrible. I just watched John Wick 4 with a fucking infant in the theater. Great job, guys. Good family uh, bonding time. You're bad people. Uh, That being said, when I say I'm watching a theater, that just means, like, do I want to, like, go through the trouble of getting, you know, the deal, guys. Um, Although I'm very excited to see it, Renfield. looks.
2: Fucking fun, dude. I'm with you though. I don't think I'll go to the theater. To no, see this it's not a property. Theater movie.
1: I'd rather see it at home where I can take a break and have yeah, a yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I all Marsden, um, you know, who's really a cool actor. He's really, the guy that really played Beast. Cast, yeah. um, Outside of you know the other guy, you know, Hemp Fraser. Not the Fraser Beast, the young beast. He's great.
2: Well, that's not Marsden. That's fucking uh oh, I can't remember his name. Isn't it Marsden? No. You're Holt Marson. Nicholas Holt. Sorry. Um, yeah, he played the Beast. He's Same playing guy. he's playing Renfield. he's the title character. But come on. And Cage looks I mean Nicholas Cage, Cage as Say what you want. Dracula. Say what you want.
1: It's as it's as stupid and kitschy enough to be fun. Um and they and don't Seem to be trying to be anything other than what it is,
2: and I'll say this: there's a weird sort of uh, circuitous, like fiendishly thing happening on happening with this film because one of the first things I remember Nicholas Cage in was called Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, I remember way that. back in the day, I and that. Um, he played this guy that thought that he had become a he vampire. Beca- yeah, exactly. So he vamps out on everybody, and he acts like Dracula. Right. And it was watched by nine people. Of course. Of which I'm I remember in. it. And uh, it was really, really fun and campy and right. kind of propelled him to start him without anybody watching it. Yeah, I mean, weird... it
1: helps when you're the nephew of... Uh... Sir Coppola. just saying (laughs) Uh, you can change your name Bubba
2: Uh, the Dark Lord Coppola Nicholas Cage is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew that is a real thing Um,
1: that looks fun the one thing I will not be watching you guys all know and if you don't then you know blow me Uh, I'm a big horror guy and I get I've been getting really really let down lately we've talked about some stuff that I've been watching uh, this new movie, The Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, looks awful. I can Does almost it? guarantee you don't go see this movie. It looks awful. Um and it's a great premise. Don't watch it.
2: Uh well, nefarious looks like garbage, another horror thriller that looks horrible. Can we talk about something horror that looks amazing? What's that? And the advanced Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah, we're definitely gonna talk gonna about this. We're gonna lead into yeah, this but, um, brother. We got to talk about the Evil Dead Rises. Right. So is this the horror movie of the summer? Like, is this the event? It could be. Um, There's
1: some weird ones coming out. And obviously summer is not horror time. It's fall. I know. But Evil Dead Rise, this is building on the universe. The fact that it's
2: coming out in the summer. Means they got some nuts behind it. They got something. They're like, whoa! If you're a fan of, the, it might have legs.
1: Yeah. If you have, if you're a fan of the evil, uh, the Evil Dead, the original, the Bruce Campbell stuff, you are a certain type of person. Not everybody. That's not everybody's cup of tea.
0: No. If, it is
1: not. but if it is, you're you're cool, and other people aren't.
2: Um.
0: Well, and remake, you
1: have to
2: you have to bring up the remake. Yeah, you have to bring up the 2013. The, this is coming off of the.
1: This is in the remakes. Universe, so I don't want anybody to think they're going to be campy, stuck in the woods, sort of stuff. Um, this is built off of, and, and even the quote unquote demon people shown in it are very reminiscent dead of it's. the deadites, yeah, You're called dead heads, uh, dead heads whatever, <laughs> dead it's, it's. Deadites. Deadites. <laughs> dead eyes, Um, they look very similar to the remake, like that's the same universe, same genre. They say, like, evil evolves, so they're taking it out of the forest and putting it into the city. Uh, yeah. It looks amazing. And There's, I think
2: the evil evolves thing is because they're going to break the rules a little bit. Or make some. The, of the evil dead, or... I don't know re, if they're... I, they're, they're creating like, a, self-imposed rules. I don't
1: know who sure, created they're, those. Sure, and I'm ones. fine with that. Yeah.
2: I'm fine with I just with
1: hope that. other evil dead fans that are, because most of them are our age, don't get all fucking up their own butthole. About whether or not this is okay.
2: Um, I mean, by the way, guys, if you haven't watched the Netflix short-lived what three season series of Ash versus the Evil Dead, yeah, give it it a watch. It's fun. It's It's fun as shit. Crazy fucking fun. It is gory as anything you will ever watch, right? but in a very fun, campy way. It's It
1: harkens back to the original Evil Dead stuff.
2: Right? Evil Dead Rises is going to be a very different property. No, and it's not tongue-in-cheek. This no. is
1: going to be horror, scary. as was the remake, was the,
2: frightening. The advance word on this film is that it's scary as shit. Bring it. I love like, it. People are like, this is actually scary.
1: I love it. Uh, yeah, let's go. We got we got stuff to do. We're not even out of April. Uh, very, 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 very interested in seeing Ari Aster's new film. Bo is afraid. Uh, Parker Posey, Joaquin Phoenix. This is being called a comedy drama horror. It's all over the place. It looks like Wes Anderson, like, you know, put on 30 pounds and can run a four or five. Like it, it looks like yeah. serious business. Anything Ari Aster does, I pay attention to. I may not like it, or or but, but with this, cast... if you're cast, a fan of the
2: genre, you have to watch it.
1: If if with this cast, it's going to be very interesting. Guy Ritchie, thank God, Guy Ritchie has a new movie because I've been sitting at home wondering when is oh. fucking Guy Ritchie going to make? What's going on with Guy Ritchie? He is going out of Where's his own been? box. Where's he been? I no, right? Uh, him and Mister uh, Gyllenhaal. Uh, have a movie together mm-hmm. called The Covenant. It's an army movie. It's military base yeah. where he plays like an army sergeant.
2: A little bit of out of Guy Ritchie's... I just know. watched Guy Ritchie's last film with uh, Jason Stratham and Aubrey Plaza. Um, I can't remember the oh, name the, of it the because comedy? it's incomprehensible. Um, much like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't but know why Aubrey Plaza
1: did that movie. But anyway... Best part of the movie, there is a wonderful Aubrey Plaza, dude. She's the best part of everything. Yeah. Um. By the way, we may have a new John Wick universe outside of John Wick's universe. I've heard nothing but amazing feedback from a little movie called Sisu. Yeah, and it is supposed to be like a war torn. Oh, uh, think of a war movie mixed with John Wick. And that's what you're gonna get. They said this might be one of the goriest fucking things ever, and yeah. I
2: cannot wait. zisu keep your eye out for that. And already being named for several prestigious awards, they're like, this is actually 100%. like nobody has seen this movie before. It is something. It's new. It it's derivative of stuff, but it's it's a it it is what it is in and of itself.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Talked about Guardians of the Galaxy, the farewell, the swan yeah, song. It'll be fine, which I'm sure is going to be f- fine. Fine. Um, old Affleck's back in a th- mystery thriller action movie, which is when he's done jerking off doing movies about Air Jordans. Um, I'm not a big Ben Affleck hater, so I'm not going to like. You know what I'm
2: saying? Can I. I we, well, can we take twenty seconds to appreciate Ben Affleck? Absolutely. A little bit? I mean, Ben Affleck is. Not only an Oscar winner, twice. um, That guy's got a really nice body of work. Not necessarily as an actor, he's not the greatest actor, but he's an interesting guy as a filmmaker, as a director. Um, Gone Baby Gone, I think, was exceptional. I think it's a great movie. It's a fantastic movie. Um, The town is the closest thing to heat that we've had in a yeah. heist thriller since Heat. It had um, all the Bostonians up in arms. Argo won him a Best Director Oscar, but I don't think that's uh, his best movie. Uh, it was fine. It was yeah, good. It was good. It was good. fine. Um, I, I just want to say, Ben Affleck, we're not banging on you. I know you're listening. You're a friend of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the
1: podcast. But, um I yeah. thought he was great. What was the movie where he played the autistic hitman? Gili. No,
2: I don't know. It, it, I don't it know. was called I The Accountant. Know. Oh, that's a piece of shit. You Did you like, like that movie? I, loved I didn't love that the movie. Accountant. I thought it was so weird. It, it's definitely weird, and I definitely. And it's
1: a, something I hadn't seen yeah. before. Yeah. But anyway.
2: I um, definitely fell asleep. Don't hate on Benny. Um,
1: I'm not. There's, a, there's. I made a
2: point of saying I fucking appreciate Ben Affleck.
1: There's a movie coming out in May. Um, With Joel Edgerton and Sigourney Weaver, that's a thriller called The Master Gardener. Yes. Um, That looks extremely interesting. Um, Joel Edgerton typically doesn't do regular movies. So the fact that he's doing this, it's a thriller. He plays a horticulturist that, like, works for a weird lady.
2: And it, 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 it has the, like sniffings of something that's going to be super fun. Joel Edgerton who may or may not be in our good friend Blake Crouch's apartment right now.
1: That's why I mentioned him.
2: Um, he's great and he did I rewatched. watched uh, what was the Johnny Depp uh, Whitey Bulger movie? Black Sunday? Black Sunday. Joel no, Black Mass. The, Black Mass. Joel Edgerton is the best part of that movie. Dude, it's, he's so good, man. Joel Edgerton owns that movie. It's so that good. That is his movie. He's so fucking good. Yeah. He's uh, such a good actor.
1: Underrated horror movie that nobody watched. It comes at the night. Box. It comes at night. And it comes at night. Yeah. He's and done a lot
2: of great genres. He's man.
1: really an interesting character. He's kind of like. It comes at night. Is sp- It's weird. Spooky, and, spooky. Um, and he is kind of. He's kind of. T- he's in the Tom Hardy lane of actors for me. Where he just kind of does some really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Across the Spider-Verse.
2: We got to take a second. We got to take a second. This this. may be the biggest movie of the summer, and it should be. This is the film that I'm most excited about out of all the fucking movies coming out. Into the Spider-Verse. I can't even explain how excited I am because the first film, (sighs) Across the Spider-Verse, was... How do you even explain how cool... That fucking movie was. I
1: just, it's just, yeah. It's the, it was the best Marvel property. Arguably, people consider it possibly the best Marvel property of all time.
2: Uh, it's definitely in my top five of Marvel properties. It is, I, I gotta go back to it. I did, it is so cool. It's just
1: cool. It's just fucking cool. I don't know cool. what else to say.
2: The music is cool. The fucking storyline is cool. The animation is so cool fucking dope it's so different it, it, it's itching. just it's nothing you've ever seen before but, and the and fact this, that they're making a sequel to it and we're gonna deal with not only a few
1: Spider-Men from different dimensions we're gonna talk to an army of spider man yes. this time so I'm very excited about that we're gonna go fast fast quick thoughts quick thoughts quick thoughts um, Transformers could probably be the worst Michelle Yao's in it I might give it a chance um, nobody wants I, I I mean there's is nothing to say is Michael Bay directing I don't know I don't know I, isn't he dead shouldn't he be I,
2: dead god I wish he was dead
1: um, we have The Flash coming out with uh, Affleck Batman Michael Shannon General Zod um Uh, Crazy Pants McGee, Ezra Miller, um, as The Flash. Who knows what that looks like? He seems problematic. He seems fine. Uh, Speaking of Wes Anderson, Asteroid City. Asteroid City. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, might be the best movie of the year. Um, From looking at it from the outside, it looks like classic Wes Anderson. As per usual, he has literally every actor that's ever lived in it. Um, it looks wonderful to me. Um, and it looks like he's getting out of, his, he's not had some of my favorite movies lately. I mean, it's hard to not respect the filmmaking of what he does, but it seems very set apart from like what everybody thinks and does. It's a total auteur masturbatory shit. This feels like it's getting back to some a semblance of like, maybe we have a chance of understanding what you want. Sure.
2: I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I can tell you this. Uh, I saw Wes Anderson's first film in a theater, which is probably a rare thing uh, that you're going to find. See how he fucking tries to super cool everybody? I'm not super cooling everybody. I'm just telling you. I went to the theater and I saw Bottle Rocket.
1: And no, I, I, dude, I remember Bottle That was so good.
2: And God, I feel God. like I saw it like in the same month I saw Pulp Fiction, but I don't know if that's true but bottle rocket was such a fucking it was awakening so rad. it was so rad yeah. and then he followed it up with some really fucking amazing movies man like rushmore is a goddamn work of genius i think that movie is basically perfect rushmore's
1: um, probably and then you know Royal everybody Tenenbaums. if you ask about Z- zizou would be like everybody's dick you know you want to look cool at a party I hated it. Um, I didn't
2: think uh, I like bombs a lot this is how I look cool at parties by telling everyone that they're wrong that they're wrong about, they're wrong about everything no and about s- Steve Zizou that movie stop sucks stop listening
1: dude. to fucking Tame Impala um <laughs> going on we gotta, a Tame Impala we gotta blow, we gotta blow through some stuff blow it um, Indiana we're fine, Jones we're time. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny okay
2: it looks great it shut up it looks fine dude Indiana Jones
1: trilogy was one of the most important properties in my childhood.
2: It's a mixed bag. The first three were perfect. Not true. Explain. Temple of Doom is... Temple of Doom is dope. dope! It's so good! I love this. I love this reaction. It's so good! Come on. How can you argue against me when it comes to Kate Capshaw and her... Useless ass in that fucking movie. It's
1: fine. All she does is scream. She bitches and moans the whole time. It's, but if you but listen,
2: that movie, Kali Ma, that movie's amazing. It's I saw the movie with my mom. I just saw it the in the two theater of us. too. It's
1: yeah. I was so no, happy.
2: I get it. I love. It's got one of the greatest climaxes of all time—the fucking Indiana Jones on the fucking rope bridge thing, dude. Forget about it. One of the best fucking about finales it. in cinema history, dude. No doubt about it.
1: And, oh, that was the most anxiety. And when he starts
2: talking Chinese. The fucking short round Tomo, So dope. hey, you get what I'm about to do, right? Yeah. And fucking Troy, I was like, and he starts like, okay, here we go. I Got you, Doctor Jones. Let's do this shit. <laughs> it's amazing. And that it's kid so went on to good. win an Oscar. Oh, by the way, he just won an Oscar.
1: <laughs> and, and Last Crusade was
2: Last Crusade. Maybe, is maybe one of my that perfect. might be my favorite. One could argue, it won't be me, but one could argue that that's a better film overall than Raiders of the Lost I Ark. I agree. That was almost perfect. It's a perfect fucking movie. Okay,
1: adventure. I hope this is good because the last excursion into Indiana Jones was...
2: As far as I'm concerned, this is Indiana Jones
0: 4. Awful!
2: This is Indiana
1: Jones 4. And if you didn't watch the Crystal Skulls, nope. Shia LaBeouf... never happened. Right. I've never heard <laughs> never, of it. Never seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care.
2: Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in this film in a very prominent role. She is... Maybe the most talented human being on planet Earth. There you go. I love her so fucking much. Um, Fleabag, she was the droid in fucking Solo, which is a very underrated fucking movie. (laughs) We were just talking about that. I love her so much. (laughs) And I think she should be, uh, uh, hopefully, lauded for whatever she does in this fucking movie. I like it. Also, um, Mangold, James Mangold, who directed some amazing fucking movies is directing those, from, rather than Spielberg. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. James Mangold, who did um, Logan most mm. recently, but he's done movies like the fucking race car thing with, uh, what's his name? <laughs> I remember, remember that. We're in, there in the Salt Lake Flats or whatever. Um, great movie. Uh, uh, God, Hopkins? Christian Bell.
1: Oh, and, Bale. Oh, Bale. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: great. He's directed some really great movies like Walk Hard or Walk On, not Walk, <laughs> walk, hard. <laughs> walk hard, Not either. Walk Hard. <laughs> you okay. know what I'm saying? Let's Anyways. go, let's go. Yeah,
1: keep going. We're fine. I got, I got one. This might be Bobby's most exciting movie of the year, and and don't contain your excitement when I dun, say it. Dun,
2: dun, dun, no, dun,
1: dun. no, no, no. Insidious Five. Five. <laughs> Okay, suck my uh, dick. These are James Wan. James Wan. Um, He's the Conjuring guy's fucking...
2: I'll stop. say this, man. The first two Insidious Were films... Were fine. No, they're
1: better than fine. The first Insidious was really, really good. Really fucking... Second one was good. Good, dude. But there's, there's an extreme drop-off movie to movie. There Let's are. be honest.
2: But you could take these films as a... I don't know why they're doing a, f- fifth. <laughs> a fifth.
0: Why are they
2: doing a fifth? But I love the concept. I love the character design. Yep. I love the fucking It was It has genuine scares. It was No, it's it was
1: definitely scary. It wasn't at the same time that first one came out, the Ethan One Hot came out, and that was clearly the best. Oh, what was that one? Um where he played the writer in the murder God house it, with dude, the that demon. That is
2: such a fucking scary
1: movie. It's, that's f- I showed that to Rex, dude, and I can't remember the name either. Scary fucking
2: movie. But that movie
1: is genuinely disturbing. Yeah. You see families getting murked. It is scary. Frightening. And then they no, fuck wait, that scene. Sinister. What,
2: sinister. God damn it, dude. That is one For of the better. Frightening. One of the that better first horror one, movies, not in the, the last second
0: 20
1: one. Years. D- that first one with Ethan Hawke was no. fucking frightening.
2: Sinister uh, is yeah. a fucking amazing Terrifying. movie. The first Sin City is really fucking good movie, man.
1: I don't yeah, I, I think I mean genuine full-blown terror uh no Sinister Sinister, is, me sinister was
2: fucking um, scary.
1: We got Oppenheimer coming out with Kieran Murphy and Emily Blunt. that's Christopher Nolan. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Uh, I just like him.
2: I nah, we'll
1: see. I love me my Peaky Blinder boy.
2: I no. Uh, I I'm with you.
1: Oh, another exciting one. You've got not only Ariana Grande, Ryan Gosling, okay, and Margot Robbie wow. in a live action Barbie. No. Okay. Moving no, no, on. No, next. I thought I was going to get you with that ne- one. I thought next. you were going to be really next. really excited next. with that one. God damn it. Um, oddly enough. <clears throat> They're making a remake of a remake of a remake called Haunted Mansion. It's a family movie. Oh, for
0: fuck's sake. No,
1: it looks really, really cute. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis, Owen Wilson. Um, it it genuinely... Oh, uh, speaking of your girl, dude, your love interest. Oh, um, Dawson's in it. Uh,
2: oh, Rosario?
1: Yeah. Well, she's the most fuckable human of all time. <laughs> See? It looks... <laughs> It's a family movie. I went and took took the kiddo and Rex to see Dungeons and Dragons, and it was everything that I wanted. It was a stupid fucking family movie, and it was fun and dumb. Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. The new one with Chris Pine? No, I've heard it's great. It it was as dumb and stupid, and I loved every minute of it. Uh, You have Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. Um, nope. With John Esposito, Paul
2: nope. Rudd. I mean, everybody's in it. <laughs> Not gonna watch it. Nope. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, going I back am out on Seth Rogen. Is that okay? Did I, I get to I, say I just, you know what? I, I don't think, care. I think I get it now. I don't care. And I'm done. I don't care.
1: Uh, Blue Beetle coming out in August, which we talked about. That looks, looks great. Tremendous, dude. Yes. Fucking Guillermo's in it. Susan Sarandon's in it. George Lopez. Um, I don't know. That's how he wow, says our his...
2: summer slate is weak.
1: Dude, I, well, whatever. Uh we have a this is just movies, not TV. There's a lot of powerful TV. I know, but dude, our summer movie season seems weak. It's fine. Um, there'll be stuff that's not on this list that will jump up and bite us in the ass. There's that a lot I of other
2: movies that I haven't mentioned. That won't be Mission Impossible. That'll be sex. fantastic. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> stupid Craven the Hunter's coming out oh yeah who's and playing Craven? Russell Crowe Aaron Taylor Johnson
2: oh he's playing yeah who knows that could be um, here nor there he's uh, the kid that was in Kick-Ass uh, oh uh, okay he was in Bullet Train gotcha yeah he's fun Um, that guy's a huge dick has a huge dick? Has a huge dick. Good for him. He showed it in a movie and it popped up on Reddit everywhere all of a sudden. And I was like, why am I looking at Aaron Taylor Johnson? And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's why. It's a hogaround? fucking serious? Jesus. No, he kind of makes Fassbender look a little like, like what? Whoa, like, what's up with your dick? He's rocking a doorstop.
1: Yeah. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Good for um, him. Um,
2: Craven the Hunter wears a loincloth. So this should be fun. So this is going to. So be So are fun. they going to tape it back? They're going to have to tape it to his leg. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If he if they dress him like Craven dresses in the comic books, we're going to go eighties drag show and just tape it to his just butthole. Tape it right to it. Yeah, tape it all the way. Wow, back. All right. Yeah. Good for you guys. Cinch it up. You know, there's Cinch. blessings. There's blessings. Yeah. Um, I I know this
1: sounds stupid, but I am such a tremendous fan of Denzel Washington. You got to know that. I like anything that man does. And one of the overlooked properties that he's done is the Equalizer series. I know it sounds stupid. It's revenge porn. It is so fucking good. And I love this shit. Equalizer 3 is coming out. Dakota Fanning reprising a role from 2. And
2: I don't care what anybody says. I love it. And I don't care. I loved the first Equalizer film because it was very denzel I, I just like Denzel. I didn't like the second one. I don't care. I want to see him killing I people. Fucking love Denzel. I want to see him murder everybody. I've never not seen a Denzel Washington movie. He's kind of a national treasure. When he's gone, we'll feel it. He's going to it's be Denzel looked Washington. at as probably the actor of our generation. You
1: know what? He's like a really good Sam Jackson.
2: I'm See, that. that's almost
1: that was like, a double dig.
2: No, I know that's almost like a problematic <laughs> statement. I know, right? it. like, why does he have to be that? I was about to compare because, him to um, uh, uh, my left foot, Daniel Day Lewis. Nah,
1: he doesn't get method like that though. But he's not method. He's not method.
2: But it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. What I think is that he's going to be looked at as the actor of our generation that has captured. I mean, he's the, done
1: everything. Did you see? Uh, Dude, did you Glory see? From
2: Glory to fucking Training Day. He just to did McBeth, Philadelphia, To I know. Which I
1: haven't watched yet because I need I need to be in my a right state of mind to watch Macbeth.
2: Denzel is that guy. He's the
1: actor's actor.
2: He's that guy. He is. Everybody loves him too. So oh no, everybody wants to work with Denzel. Of course. Why I wouldn't don't give you? A fuck who you are. I like you. Um, I'm working with Denzel. Yes, please. I am now super nervous. Absolutely. He's the only guy guy to ever blow Ethan Hawke off the screen. Gene Hackman, in an interview, famously said, I was actually nervous to work with Denzel Washington. He's a tremendous fucking talent. Because they did Crimson Tide together, which is in a fucking Fucking Crimson Tide movie, bro. Crimson Tide, my guy. And Gene Hackman was like, I don't get nervous about working with a lot of people. I was kind of nervous to work with Denzel Washington. How? Dope
1: is that and Hackman, dude, best character. Well, uh, Duval in Hackman. Oh, Duval and Hackman are two in the best same... like character actors of all time.
2: Hundred um, percent.
1: That being said, I'm gonna end it on a good note. Okay, we're gonna talk about the Nun too. <laughs> Bobby just smelled the fart. If you can see his face right yeah. You want to talk about James Wan overstepping his authority Ugh, of being a, no, a, a no. fucking horror master? No, there's got to be something better. You no, know, I'm going to end it on The Nun too. dude. No, we
2: can't <laughs> end it on The Nun
1: too. Okay, there's a movie that'll be coming out in September, post-World War II Venice, Poirot. If you don't know Poirot, he's the Agatha Christie detective. He's awesome. It's a great character. Now retired and living, okay. Listen, now retired and living in his own exile, reluctantly attends a séance. But when one of the guests is murdered, it's up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. Who is in this? Straight
2: off the bat, Michelle Yao. So just really. Michelle, yeah. And it's called The Haunting in Venice. It's coming to BBC Three. <laughs> BBC, the, <laughs> B- BBC The Ocho. Um, oh, you know who's
1: in it? Nice. Jamie Dornan. Okay. Fine actor. Yeah, Kelly Riley guy. is the hot redhead. Lovely actress. Um, in Yellowstone. Yep. Who plays Poirot?
2: Kenneth Before Norman. we wrap up, where's the first thing that you remember Kelly Riley from? This took me a second. I, I w- actually. Do you want to go back to it? We I talked s- about an actor up. earlier with a giant dick that was in this movie with her. And it's one of the scariest what is it? horror films I've ever fucking seen. What? It is called Eden Lake. Oh, Eden
1: Lake? That's right. Kelly she was
2: in that. Riley is another the grade. lead yeah, in you're that right. fucking movie. Michael Shh, Fassbender sh- is her husband yeah. who, spoiler alert! Doesn't end up great for him. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that was a that remake a, of an Australian movie, yes. which is and frightening. It
1: is. It's great. In it's a word, great. killer. Uh, two Lake films to watch: In Lake and Lake Mungo. If you haven't watched that, dude, Lake Mungo is uh,
2: fucked. So uh, underrated. Bro, yeah. Uh,
1: Kenneth Branagh is Poirot. Tina Fey is in this bitch.
2: I this sounds, Brana as, uh,
1: Poirot, like sounds Branagh as Poirot. He's great. Even though that, uh, uh, He's gonna do the, that fake death thing. on the Nile was not tremendous. Yeah. Anyway, well,
2: guys, we are at an hour and a half, which usually we're going to do some, uh, pearls of wisdom, but Bobby I think, had uh,
1: a Bobby had a song, but I guess we're not going to do that. We'll save it no, for next week. Um,
2: let's save it for next week. Okay. Um, I have, uh, possibly, hopefully some announcements. To make next week as well. Dope! So stick around. I like it. The Whiskey Real family of podcasts might be growing. The, so, um, the umbrella? The umbrella. Um, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be in much better spirits because summer is upon us, hopefully. Yeah. We're going to be warm and we're going to be uh, vibrant and tanned. And you know forward. what you should do? What?
1: I mean, not you, because you have that skin cancer problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, If you get an opportunity this year, trust me. I know it's going to seem like overburn. Sun out your (laughs) gooch. Like... (laughs)